0: Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports News update. Kevin Durant will not be in for Game 1 of the Western Finals versus the Blazers. Katie's going to be forced to miss Game 1 versus Portland in Oaktown due to that nagging calf strain injury. Durant's going to be reevaluated this Thursday, making a return for Game 2. Also doubtful, so bad news for the Golden State Warriors. Golden State will learn to lean on Steph Curry and Klay Thompson in Durant's absence. Curry scoring all of his 33 points in the second half of Game 6 Friday night in houston durant averaging 34.2 points and 39 minutes of action so far in the postseason an absolute monster the warriors are making their fifth straight conference finals appearance while portland they're advancing to the western final for the first time since 2000 it will also feature the first ever brothers squaring off in an nba conference final as steph curry battles brother seth curry golden state laying seven and a half points in game one over under 219 the game tips off at nine o'clock tomorrow. Series price: Golden State minus five twenty-five. If you like dogs, <laughs> Portland plus four hundred to reach the finals. The Raptors meet the Bucks in Milwaukee for Game One Wednesday night at eight thirty. Bucks favored by six and a half. Total two eighteen. Series price: Milwaukee laying minus three hundred. Toronto plus two forty. Here are the live odds for uh, the final four teams to win the NBA title. Golden State still the big favorites minus one seventy-five. Bucks plus two twenty-five. Raptors plus 850, and Portland, the biggest pooch on the board, 18-1. to 1. Michigan's John Beeline has agreed to become the Cleveland Cavaliers' next coach. The two sides coming to a five-year contract agreement today. Cleveland will provide Beeline with his first crack at the NBA success after the 60-year-old flourished at the NCAA level. Beeline helped mold the Michigan Wolverines into one of the nation's top programs, leading them to nine NCAA tournament appearances in 12 years and two national championship games since 2013. Cleveland will now shift the focus to the NBA draft lottery where it owns a 14 percent chance of landing the top pick. The Seattle Seahawks expected to sign backup quarterback Geno Smith as a backup to Russell Wilson today. Smith has started just two games since 2015 and just days after his release Seattle receiver Doug Baldwin also calling it quits retiring on Twitter. Prosecutors have dropped felony robbery and misdemeanor charges against former UFC lightweight and featherweight champion Conor McGregor. In March, McGregor was captured on video, getting in an altercation with fan Ahmed Abzarak. Connor slapped his phone out of his hand, stomped on her at numerous times and smashed it into bits and pieces. Instead of a trip to court, uh, these guys have settled out of court. Uh, Cha-ching, cha-ching. Sounds like uh, he got some cash there one game in the nba uh, nhl playoffs tonight at nine o'clock st louis at san jose sj sharkey the favorites playing a buck 35 total five and a half san jose up one to nothing in that series live odds to win the cup boston the favorites plus 100 san jose plus 165 st louis six to one and carolina 14 to one let's take a look at the mlb schedule for tonight 6 30 baseball action yankees minus 250 tonight against the orioles total five and a half hess and sessa 705 milwaukee at philly Bills minus 168 and a half Peralta versus Nola 710 action Houston minus 160 at Detroit eight and a half is your over under Peacock versus Boyd 740 the Angels in Minnesota Twins minus 159 we got Skaggs and Berrios going there 810 Cleveland minus 160 favorites at the White Sox over under eight and a half Bieber versus Lopez 940 Pittsburgh at Arizona the Snakes are minus 80 Uh, Nine is your total. Kingham versus Ray. And at 10-10, the late game of the night, Oakland at Seattle. Mariners minus 125. Total nine. Fires versus Kikuchi. The Oakland A's have designated first baseman D.H. Kendris Morales on assignment less than two months after trading for him from the Toronto Blue Jays. June Jones uh, leaving the Hamilton Tiger Cats for an XFL head coaching job According to reports, he's going to join the Houston franchise, which is slated to begin in 2020. And Serena Williams opened up her clay court season with a 6-4 6-2 win over Sweden's Rebecca Peterson in the first round of the Italian Open today. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morenzi, host Red Heat and Rage Radio. Stick around, everybody. We got uh, Mike Blewett dropping by, big man on campus. We'll give you some entertainment, some picks, and a whole lot more. Red Heat and Rage, coming up
1: next. All you have to decide is what to do Time that is given to you. Game, Game time decisions.
2: All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Ready to rage. Our radio has begun. I am Gable Morensi uh, throwing it down in New York. The raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart, uh, in the six where um, everybody is still talking about what happened uh, last night. Uh, in Toronto, Kawhi Leonard, now known as uh, the shot uh, around <laughs> the basketball uh, world. And it's not just Raptor fans that are um, caught up in this. It's basically, it's just, it's taken over. Now people are talking about where it ranks in the greatest shots of all time. And uh, I'm glad that the uh, the Toronto Raptors survived because I tell you what, if that shot doesn't go
0: in, they lose Hide. in overtime. Oh, I'm with you. A raging redhead <laughs> camp, Stuart. Like, we were done, bro. Like, Let's just call it what out for what it is, Gabe. I'm watching the game with Lisa last night. It's a sweat job. And I told her, I go, stay positive, stay positive. But the vibe in the air that the Raptors were going to find a way to piss this one away. And thank God for Kawhi Leonard. You're right. We had the Vince Carter uh, graduation debacle and so many other things with the franchise. But, hey, new blood game. It's different than the old guys we had. Kawhi Leonard, he's a winner. He's from the Spurs. So he gets things done. So... It's a nice, nice addition to the team, and without him, you said it, man. We would have been screwed if he misses that shot. We're done in overtime. I agree a hundred percent.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was quite the. Uh, it yeah, was really a sweat was job. A, I, think I was thinking a about your
0: your future plays too. I'm like, oh, I hope you get yeah. it, so You Like already lost with Denver. I'm like, if you go, if if, Port, if if Philadelphia finds a way, first of all, you lose money. Then we got to deal with big man on campus going to be squawking. Like, thank God something went right. I'm. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I was okay.
2: I was okay for the first half. Yeah. I was actually relatively calm. It was just sort of like a normal game. You know what I mean? I was sitting here. I was doing my thing. I was eating a pizza. Yeah,
1: and nice, Watching nice. the
2: game. And then, um, and then about midway through the the third quarter of play, right around the end of the third quarter of play, start to get like a chest pain. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I nearly it threw wasn't up the pizza. <laughs> no, no, I nearly <laughs> threw up. I was like, oh God. I'm watching this game. And then basically once the fourth quarter started, it was that like the ten minute mark on the fourth quarter? I couldn't sit down anymore. Yeah. Like I sat down like to to type something and I stood up and I was just sort of <laughs> I was like uh, yeah. I was sort of doing the pace. I was walking around. And man, the the game just wouldn't end, Cam. Like, I don't know? know if you saw it on Twitter. I said I don't even care who wins <laughs> at this point. Just end the damn game. Like I was sort of resigned to. wow, resign oh, man, and like you said, my Twitter blows up worse than Kyle Lowry's after Raptor losses. Oh, oh you I suck, Richie. For, for sure. Screw you after Raptors. Know, yeah. we the blah, blah 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 all that other stuff. <laughs> I had we some jackass, South. some jackass Sixer fan. Sent me a tweet before the game. I was minding my own business too. I really didn't. Yeah. I didn't start anything with anybody.
0: That's the thing. A lot of these guys, they yeah. like to minding my own business. Money. Yeah, yeah. And he's like,
2: he's uh, like, oh, enjoy watching Kawhi Leonard uh, in uh, in Toronto for the last game. They're losers, and he's leaving. Enjoy. And uh, I responded, and I said, or oh, this is Jimmy Butler's last game in Philadelphia. Game in
0: Philadelphia,
2: yeah. <laughs> and I said, this is Tobias Harris's last <laughs> yes. game in Philadelphia, and. Yeah. Joel Embiid will be left in tears when the game is over. I actually tweeted that. To yeah, him. wow. That's I prolific. said, Joel Embiid will be left crying after Let's the Raptors ball. win. And then I said, enjoy, ball. sarcastically back, and boom. Joel Embiid was left in tears. tears. And let me ask you, Kev, if you're Marcus Gasol, are you consoling him?
0: No, I'm not, but he's a better <laughs> man than me.
2: That's what, it's exactly I console, the words I, I said this think morning. I
0: console that guy. He's a like, better man than you know, me. me. He's a. At the end of playoff series, I told you when I played hockey, when we had the handshakes, like there was a lot of guys I wanted to punch in the face. There's a couple of guys in particular, but you got to suck it up. But no, I'm not going to help him. After you lost the game, I can tell you one thing: he wouldn't console anybody else. So yes, he's a better dude than us, Marensky. Him. I'll tell you right now,
2: if the Philadelphia 76ers would have won, Joel Embiid would have been running around like a jackass. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He would have been taunting the crowd and stuff. I yeah, that's, so.
0: that's for the flying. Yeah. yeah Arkansas is
2: a nicer guy than we would have been.
0: True.
2: All right, let's roll. In that division, Ready Rage, our Radio Fantasy Sports R- our Radio Network. I'm Daniel We're down to Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blewett will join us. Uh, big man on campus. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to uh, today. A lot of basketball uh, talk. We'll get to some hockey, uh, too. We got golf. Uh, we yeah. got golf uh, this week uh, as well. Uh, but uh, John Beeline. Yeah. John Beeline, somewhat of a surprise. Now, listen, I'm not shocked. John line has left Michigan only because he nearly took the Detroit Piston job last year. That's true. What I find them strange, and, though, is why, why Orlando would you take both a pitch
0: for him? Yeah, yeah Orlando weird. too. Yeah, why would you take weird.
2: the Cavalier job and not the Piston job? At least, like the Pistons have Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin, etc. But
0: six years old. Yeah, he's Pretty old to man. be getting your your first tri- uh, first time at the NBA too. Great, great NCAA coach, you know, with your Michigan Wolverines and West Virginia. I just kind of find it odd, you know. It's your first uh, kick at the can, and you're 66. I know he's in probably good health. He doesn't really, you know. He seems he's like a really, real like, nice guy,
2: too. That's the yeah, problem. very like nice, and he's all it's, it's, it's
0: the NBA. He
2: have to intimidate these guys a bit, like
0: yeah, he, he's like a church like, guy.
2: <laughs> like he's 66. Like, what's up, Gramps? I know. And like, you know, he signed a three-year deal. Uh, how long is he really going to be there? <laughs> like three years? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just it's a strange. It's just it seems strange, but it isn't. It isn't um he was fed up with college basketball like um he's been bitching about how it's dirty and for years and they're never going to clean it up yeah i think he just said screw it i'm out and you know he probably always wanted to coach in the nba and figured i have an opportunity to so let's do this now listen cleveland cavaliers might get zion williamson
0: i know 14 percent chance anything's possible yeah (laughs) anything's possible in the lottery (laughs)
2: <laughs> they, they, they you know,
0: so people are convinced
2: that the, so do you think don't you just get the feeling that it's like a lock that zion williamson's going to be on the next
0: <laughs> yeah it feels that way it feels like the old patrick ewing frozen uh you know oh, oh what, what i see vapor coming from the freezer there like yeah i could see uh i could yeah, see something get into like that, that with happening.
2: I was just reading about that cam. So we're called Backaways, 1985. You know what I'm saying? It was
0: the best. It was the best.
2: So people were convinced, right, that it was rigged. And I'm reading now, even like, so I read a great uh, piece about this just about an hour ago, actually, uh, written about this in Sports Illustrated years ago and long form. And I guess it was uh, who's the guy? Donnie, uh, what's his name? A long time guy, Walsh, Walsh. Long time, right. yeah, yeah. Long time Pacers executive and stuff. Um, yeah, long time NBA guy with Knicks and stuff. After, so I guess he told someone in like 1985, and it was like a month before the draft. And I guess he's quoted somebody told him. He goes, "Yeah, someone really powerful in the NBA told me it's already a done deal. That yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be rigged. That Ewing's going to the Knicks. So basically, Cam David Stern. It was his first year as commissioner. Stern. I didn't realize that. So it. So Stern's first year as commissioner. The Knicks were terrible. The yeah. NBA didn't have a TV deal, all right, anymore. Their TV deal with CBS was up. Ratings really weren't good. People don't realize, like, him, the first NBA finals I watched was on tape delay. Oh, I know, tape delay. was a local know. news in Vermont. <laughs> you're, yeah? you're right. No, Came out at, like, 1130. You out of Seattle Supersonics and I Washington bullets and, like.
0: <laughs> good thing about the play. internet, you didn't, you didn't have Twitter or the internet back then. You'd wait, wait. for the news and watch the game. What's happening? Just the NBA finals a, on
2: tape late guys, tape in the delete.
0: 70s. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't.
2: The NBA's grown, man. Trust me. Michael, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson saved the NBA. But, good call. New York was struggling. And people thought, well, you need New York, man. New York needs to be good. They're the media market and stuff. And it was the Clippers and uh, the Pacers. And you knew they wasn't going to end up with the Pacers. <laughs> so, so basically. Basically the Knicks got the pick. Now David Stern reached in and was pulling out those big goofy envelopes. Yeah, they're huge. They're monsters. Except. Yeah. So get <laughs> this though. The New York Knicks envelope was bent.
0: I like it, Gabe. I like where you're going. Yep, I can This is so, so easy. To do it back was like then a bent it was bent envelope. They bent the corner yes. of it. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And, and yeah.
2: there's also when you watch the video He pauses and stuff. Yeah. And people are saying that they were in the room. They were like, you could feel something was up. Like, they were nervous. Everyone seemed nervous and looking at each other weird and stuff. And and basically, I guess so. One of the dudes, the executive, someone, executive guy from Ernst & Young. And I never understand this, Cam. What, the accounting firm? They're they're always like, oh, yeah, it's all on the up. We've got this guy from the accounting firm. Nobody trusts you from the accounting firm. Accounting firm? I know. Oh, yeah, we got the three brothers with the briefcase. Yeah, yeah, I really <laughs> trust you. <laughs> like, oh yeah. So it's like, yeah. so the I guess the guy he put all the envelopes in Cam, properly, but he threw the Knicks one. And he threw it like awkwardly against the, the wall that supposedly bent it. Now that's what they're saying the band come from. People are saying no 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 no. You guys bent it before. It was bent. That you knew what you were
0: doing. Stern
2: knew that he was picking out the next. Definitely.
0: Net. <laughs> you know what you should have done too? Some an easier way Gabe? There's different types of paper like you know for people who read braille. They have paper with like dots and stuff on. All you have to do is like seal it <laughs> with your fingers. Like like me and you should have rigged this thing. Like it's not Dude, it's not a genius what they move. they should do? <laughs> you know. Like tomorrow they're going to do the same thing. They're
2: going to come out. Braille. Oh yeah, it's been decided by Ernst and Young. It's like guys <laughs> no one trusts you like why don't the, why don't they just do it cam like the lottery why don't you just get some hot chicken and dress and amazing say, idea yeah powerball we want want to powerball yeah exactly. Suns. yeah like see, i want to see the balls bouncing around i don't you know
0: like i don't know why they do this in secrecy yeah, that's like, a great point and the and, and like, watching the lottery like i used to actually watch lotterio because it's fun like you saw Faye dance was the chick and you'd wait after the game after the leaf game i go lotterio's on because the balls would be in the vacuum. It's fun. It's fun. You're right. Like at least make it entertaining. Bring back the vacuum packed dome. Yeah, make it like and the price player. is right. Yes. yes.
2: Make it like the price is right. Like, and you that should would be running high. the
0: entertainment side of things. Like these guys yeah, can't make
2: the trap out. You know, like the 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 play, the Price is Right, when they went to uh, Switzerland and the hills, and you climb oh, that hill, lady who, Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, then they yeah, fall off the cliff, bang. So basically you have know. that. Right? How hard did <laughs> you get? Sorry, sorry, Phoenix, you fell off. You're the fifth pick. You know who gets the highest? All right, you win. Yeah, like like you said. No, you know what? honestly, and all kidding aside, they should do. They should have like Howie Mandel like deal. Uh, what's yeah, that show? You yeah, have a bunch of chicks with the briefcases. Briefcase, Howie yes. Mandel hosted and Amber open a briefcase, yeah. bam. L.A. Yeah. Clippers number six. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like have it. the drama with the like who wants to be a millionaire style music game. Show it up a bit. Yeah, instead of bringing out some cheesy dude in a suit that no one trusts.
0: Yeah, you bring up a lot of good points there, Gabe. A lot of good points. Yeah, no one trusts I, but- you yeah like, and that's another that's another thing like the way it's done right now even in today's world it's like it could be so fixed like it doesn't take a rocket science to figure to figure this stuff out like there's got to be like, a better oh, way
2: i like Cal cam in 1985 they just did it easily just bend the envelope
0: <laughs> oh, yeah it's like are you kidding me like it's yeah it's not and, and, and we all knew Gabe. i remember that like that story i didn't read the sports it's illustrated little- story but everyone like when you were a viewer of that, and guys, I suggest you know if you're watching it, go check it out. Check the video. It was it was a creepy thing. Like it didn't feel on the up and up. It felt unnatural, and you know maybe uh, something shady's gonna go down to uh, go down with this one too, Gabe. We'll see. <laughs> I don't trust it. Either way, you don't trust it. You don't okay, trust it.
2: What do you think the New York Knicks odds? Uh, what do you think the New York Knicks odds are and should be? for the NBA title next year, like right now in Vegas? Oh, I know
0: what it is, but I would put them probably at about... Oh, you saw uh, you two. saw what they are? I think they are. Well, I saw it last week, I think when I was doing an update. I would probably put them at 40, but I saw some, like, what is it, 16, 18 to 1 with the uh, factoring in Durant? That's kind of what I saw. 16 to 1? Yeah, 16 to 1. I saw 16 and I saw an 18. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they haven't made the playoffs in 12 years or something. They, and they do, there's no guarantee he's going there. Like, I and know they 16 basically to say not. No, uh, you wouldn't get me sniffing until I saw something oh, like around the 40, 40 to 50 range. Because they, if they basically, do get Durant, that could change everything real quick.
2: Yeah, yeah. So basically, they are. Um... <laughs> That's not basically The one stupid. I, it all—it's almost telling me that the Knicks are going to win. Happening? <laughs> yes. If Vegas knows, they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zion Williams You're is right. going to be a Nick. We're making it. We're not stupid. Cornegay said this. He goes, "We're not dumb." He said they're going to win the lottery. And uh, then to get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like right that now, the Vegas books are already betting on it that the Knicks are getting, getting like really good overnight. Yeah. All right, game-time decisions from Boston City. Yo, holy crap, does it ever look dark behind me. <laughs> Listen, when I started the show, man, like the sun was starting to come out a bit.
0: And- yeah, it really does, man. You look like yeah. it. Mon- oh, it looks like Mongolia there, like a big, thick, Dude, dark smoke. It smoke. rains more
2: here in New York than it does like Vancouver or Seattle combined. Oh, I it know. Doesn't, oh, stop.
0: It's, it's it doesn't stop. It doesn't
2: stop. I've been to the Meadowlands 150 times. I think it's been raining 143 of them. It, it like, never stops raining.
0: Yeah, you're like Count Chocula there, Gabe. It looks really dark in the castle. I know. I'm aware. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm saying, but don't worry. I got kids posters up, so we both got our problems. I'm saying yeah. it's a very glo- It's very gloomy here, too. I, I got to tell you, this has been the gloomiest April, May, I think, I can ever remember. And cold, too. It's like, so what are we looking at here? Uh, seven degrees cold here today. Hell. What are we looking at? It's 40 degrees. It's like 42. Like, are you kidding me? Come I on. think yeah, okay.
2: a shark is gonna come right through my window like Sharknado.
0: Yeah, Sharknado. It feels that way. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> already got he's already he already got right through there. He got you right yeah. there. Guess I'm gonna get sucked out like through by a shark.
2: <laughs> All right, let's uh let, let's let's bring in Mike Mike Blut, uh right now. Uh Mike, always a pleasure. How you doing?
4: Doing okay, buddy. Doing okay, buddy. He's pretty depressed about the rainfall like you are. I think I heard yesterday that we are I think I heard 13 inches in front of the average this year of rainfall. It doesn't stop.
0: Hey, Mike, you used to open up. I used to work at a golf course. They'd open it up at the end of March, okay? Like, it was like a championship. They had, like, tour, tour events there on the on the Canadian tour. And now, what, what were, were you in May? you can Golfing in this? 40 degrees. It's nuts. Cam, the, the PGA Championship is here in four oh, yeah. days. I'm going. <laughs> Excellent point, Mike. Excellent point. I know. It's going it's to be the softest off.
4: screens in the history of the
0: tournament. You better take a bomber, Gabe. That's a great point. Like, think about this. Like, small ball hitters in this type of Those weather, balls, they're, they're just just, just, die. just eliminate Total guys fat already. Fat. Just, you can't hit it 300 yards. You just don't put them on the betting card. It's soft, and it's going to play long.
4: They're no, teeing off less than 72 hours from now, just to give you a sense. Yep. 60 well, hours. What's the,
2: what's the weather forecast for later in the
4: week? It's supposed to stop raining finally, but it's not going It's going to get a little warmer. It'll be like in the mid-60s. Well,
0: that's good. I don't believe yeah. it. Don't, it doesn't, it, uh, it doesn't it's stop. It's hard to You're believe. Right. I agree. A meteorologist, that's one profession you can't trust. You don't think you can trust the NBA lottery? What about a meteorologist?
2: Uh, so that's true. Supposedly uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, it's supposed to rain. See, that's what I'm saying. So today, tomorrow, heavy rain. Right. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, sun. Friday rain, Saturday Sunday sun. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I out of those five five days, I don't think like no, it's it's gonna rain. <laughs>
4: yeah, it's it, So what we which can't day even are you see going? The sun. I'm going Friday, of course. The day <laughs> that you said it's gonna rain.
2: Ninety yeah, percent chance of rain. Perfect. No, 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 no. That's that's today. My bad. Uh, 50% chance. Scattered showers on Friday.
4: Awesome. It rained at Shinnecock last year when I went. and That was in July or whatever. So uh, it, that was like unseasonably cool and it rained a little bit, but it cleared up. So hopefully it'll get a little warmer. But it's not going to be terribly hot here the next few days either. So it's the conditions are what they are sort of right now, maybe minus the actual ongoing rain.
2: Uh, mike blew it with us all right mike so we were just talking about so who do you like to win the uh, before we get to the nba who do you like to win the uh, the pga championship
5: that's a good
4: question I, i'm sort of thinking that Kepka has been Koepka so consistent through the majors uh, i i i'm sort of looking at him and if you're talking about somebody that can hit it long then he's one of the guys that's got to be on your short list
0: what do you think okay? Eh? yeah i'm on Kepka, gabe i think uh he also like had his D game last week at the Byron Nelson and almost won. Sung Kang won. Like, he was basically not even like into it, and he's still on the leaderboard. He is that good. He always plays his best golf in majors, as we've seen. U.S. Open's PGA Championships right in his wheelhouse. Those are the best events for him with his length. And he's also, he gets really hot with the putter. If I had one pick, it would be Brooks Kepka. He's only 11-1, to 1, Gabe. He's the co-favorite right now. Tiger Woods is... I totally uh, agree. In, He's uh, twelve to one right now. So uh, uh, him and uh, him and McElroy, I think, are the favorites at, at eleven. And I, I gotta like Kepka. I'd take Kepka over McElroy in a matchup bet too. It'd smash it.
2: I'd be cheating uh, in a, in a sense only because um, we're gonna have Dan Daly on later in the week. I don't know if it'll be on this show or the morning show, whatever, uh, whatever is better for him. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna tail him, and I know what his pick is. It's a nice, fat, long shot. And he's coming in swinging. Nice. Coming in swinging. I'll, 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 we'll
0: play is he a game. A, is, he a, is he a portly fella? We'll
2: play a yeah. game here. So I'll, I'll give you sort of the odds range, and you tell me yeah. which, you know, who. All right, Mike? Got, and I'll, I'll go with you, Mike,
0: first. I got an idea. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's a fun game. I like games. Here we go.
2: All right. Get All the right. odds open, guys. I'll tell you he yeah. is in the, where is he? All right. He's oh, in between uh, 40 and 60 to one. Okay. So you got that Garcia, Deschamps, Final, yeah. Finau, Spieth, Matsuyama, Cantlay, Kuchar, Casey. Man, there's some good golfers in this in this. Uh, sure And you get some nice odds on some top-flight golfers. Yeah. Uh, Adam Scott, Bubba Watson. So which in in that range uh, blew it? Which who do you think's a live long shot there?
4: I have a feeling you're talking about Cantlay, but maybe I'm off. Nah, that guy screws me all the time.
0: Uh, Cam? <laughs> uh No, I, I had Cantley at the Masters. Remember when he had the lead and he looked at the leaderboard and crapped his pants? It really yeah. pissed me off. But yeah, it was he right did. there. The minute he looked and saw himself in the lead after the eagle putt, it was a, a nightmare. That took 90 seconds.
4: That took like, 90 I was almost seconds gonna, for him to play. I would
0: have won like four grand if that guy won. I had him at 80-1 to one when I bought, bought him. Uh, anyway, I would like Deschambeau at 40, Gabe. But I think your boy likes now. Those are the two guys I'd target. Adam Scott. Wow, really? 55 to 1, Adam Scott. Interesting. I didn't see that At, one coming. Adam Scott.
2: Wow. Huh. All right. Mm. Third place last year in the PGA. Yeah. Uh, 14th on a yeah. PGA tour in... Uh, um, um, as she putting uh, this year? His putting's improved, definitely. It's a real problem before. Like I said, it's a bold pick. It's a it's very a bold, bold pick. pick. Very bold. His contenders, guys, his top five contenders, Xander Shoffley. Love that pick. Yep. Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brooks Kepka. Tiger Woods. Yeah. That's his, his dangerous in the top five with Adam Scott thinking outside the box. Shoffley,
4: Shoffley played so well in Augusta that you have to. I mean, if you're going to ride the wave, he he played so well at the last major. I can see that.
0: And he's 28, 30 to one, Mike. The thing is, Gabe and Mike, when you look at Shoffley, he doesn't like, when I look at those guys, here's my thing. John Ram, John Rom is great. Okay. But I can look at recent history form and everything. I would flip those guys. I would put Rom at 28 to one and I'd put uh, Shoffley at 20. It's like, he doesn't have that name value yet. But if you follow golf, you know, He's a top five, top 10 guy, hands down.
4: Like I, even Fowler. And I think I take, the other I take guy, Shoffley I would, over Fowler, I would,
0: too. He's
4: 20. And now. I would say the same thing with Fleetwood, too, is the type of guy that in a major, we saw him play really well in majors last year. I, I can't speak to how well he's playing right now. But Shoffley and Fleetwood are sort of in the same range, odds-wise, and I think people won't necessarily jump on. People are just waiting and hoping for John Rom to win his first major. Well... If you, you could have taken the same approach as Sergio Garcia, thinking he'd win it eventually, and he would have missed out on probably 60 majors in a row, betting the wrong yeah. guy. Dustin
2: Johnson, you were talking about a cam that, uh, and Mike, with the weather being what it Scary. is and this, this golf course being as big as it is, yeah. um, it seems to be tailor made for what Dustin Johnson can bring to the table.
0: You're absolutely right, Gabe. Does he if, have the like, mental oh, toughness yeah. to grind out four
2: days of a PGA
0: championship, though? That's the thing. Like I look at Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka and when I compare them, those are the two guys I like. If you, if I had unlimited money, not talking about value, those are the two guys I'd pick. But I pick Kepka because of the way the way he works, his steely attitude, and Dustin Johnson. Sometimes he just gets loose. Like the thing is, if he actually focus and concentrate, he'd blow guys away. And when major after major after major, it just shocks me how sometimes you know that the light switch in his head kind of goes off. Brooks Kepka's not like that. He'll just he'll just dig deep and, and just grind with like no emotion game. Yeah, like he's yeah. the perfect type of player for I like Kepka a lot. But DJ What about Tiger there. this week? What about I'm Tiger? not taking him. I'm not taking Tiger this week. I think the course will play too long. I think a lot of people will jump on Tiger. I think he'll finish maybe like T T sixteen. Like I don't have him I'm not I'm I'm actually gonna look for a matchup bet against him if I can get either DJ against him, Kepka or Shifley. One of those guys. I'll definitely bet against Tiger Woods, but Hey man, the guy's on he he's feeling it now, right, Gabe? He's got that uh I, and I'll tell you something, if he's in if he's in contention, he can will he can will his way to a title and, and scare these kids. The only guy I don't think he would scare is Brooks Brooks Kepka. He is the perfect type of guy yeah, to battle yeah. Tiger Woods. Mike, are you buying into the Tiger
2: Woods hype? And is that one of the reasons well, you know, you said you went last year to Shinnecock, so it sounds like you're a big golf attendee. But is Tiger yeah, like one yeah, of the well, main reasons you're going this week?
4: No, I wouldn't say so. Look, there there was a massive crowd following Tiger last year, and there was no indication that he was really going to compete at Shinnecock. Uh, you know, I, I try to go to these majors when they're around here. It's relatively close to my house. I mean, this a major can't get closer to my house than this one. It's about a twenty minute drive. So it's <laughs> yeah, awesome. exactly right on That's the course, crazy. buddy. You're so with
2: NBA executives, and of course, I'm not surprised.
4: That's right.
3: And That's
2: how about cool. like, I'm right. talking about the heavy... course? Yeah, Talking about hitter. the course, Joe Ranieri told me, "Gabe, I played this course about a hundred, uh, about three hundred <laughs> times. I grew up on this course. It's like uh, yeah, yeah. My parents have a membership. I played this course growing up. Like, oh, of course, Ranieri. Yeah, 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 it is isn't a that, public yeah? course,
4: though. It is yeah, a public, it is public course, so you can get well, on. You can't play
2: if You you can't get on one of them, though. Right? There's like five courses or something, isn't it?"
4: Yeah, you can't play. Yeah, black but you can okay. play black. You just haven't been yeah. able to play it for a year. They they've shut it down for the last year, so you haven't been able to get on there. But you can not get on there. But it is a public um,
2: course, it, eh? Yeah.
4: Yes. Yes. But so, you have to
2: be good. You can't just be duffing around
4: out
0: here. No. No.
4: no it's an no impossible hackers, Dave,
0: course. No worm burners on at Bethpage Black. No way.
4: No. Absolutely not. You I'm can't, can't be out the there. Just,
2: People like oh, like the gust up for me. Yeah, I'd like to get Beautiful. a cake and like zoom around the cart on the ocean That's at Pebble the, Beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's your style. The you nicest, Pebble Beach, the point, the nicest place, in
3: place in America.
4: All
2: right, of course, Jim Batch lived by glass. Yeah, of course he
0: does.
3: NFL rookie
0: development programs begin this week, and those of you who were drafted in the 2019 NFL draft get acclimated to NFL life. For serious fantasy football enthusiasts and NFL bettors, you got to start prepping, too. Roto Experts has you covered with the 2019 NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the Internet. Davis, Matic, and the Roto Experts are providing NFL Dynasty, season-long betting, and best ball draft content every day of the year to give you an edge, regardless of what type of fantasy football you play while providing you with the data and insight you need to be successful at the betting window. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% with the promo code FNTSY. The 2019 NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com.
2: All right. Well done, uh, Cab. So, uh, yeah, we'll get, uh, hang in there, Clab Chowder. Clab Chowder's Clab Chowder. on roll. We'll, we'll get, get the Crab Chowder in a minute or two here. Um, I want to bring up uh, Mike. So we know that uh, Mike uh, was, of course, uh, devastated last night after the Toronto Raptors uh, shot went in.
6: Oh, yeah, really? I forgot.
2: <laughs> my, my, Mike's a Sixer guy. Yeah, yeah, his friends, executives blue, blue. And stuff like <laughs> that's that. Right. Yeah,
4: that's right. Um, Got some friends there. What do you want me to do? I, I did I, I, say I, here a week ago that it's hard to bet against the best player, and he's clearly the best player.
2: Yes, Quite. that was yes. a hell of a series. Um, what a series. Listen, Joel Embiid and his, you know, I wanna like him. You know, he he does. There's a lot of things to like about the kid. I like his passion, his energy. He's you know, he likes yep. to have fun in life. I respect it. Uh, but also I don't like a lot of other things about Joel Embiid. Um get it. one thing though that I'll say, I've gained some respect for him in I this series. Me too. You know, against the Nets, he was kind of a jackass, elbowing people because he knew he was better than everyone. Yeah. And, he, you know, he was just sort of – he wasn't humble. He was a jerk. And it was a bad look, I thought. He got humbled yep. in this series. And, you know, like James Harden after the game the other night, I know how to beat these guys. Well, obviously you don't. You just lost three years in them. a <laughs> row. Right? Exactly. You don't know how to yeah. beat them. So I don't know why you say that. Like Joel Embiid, you know, I would have oh. – they were lucky. Oh, if this happened or all of that happened, he said, man, you know, we lost. You know, they were better. Ben Simmons, I gained respect for after.
7: He, he said they're damn good.
2: Games. Games. Yep. Yeah, he yep. said they're damn good. He said we tried. We were short. You know, he said it's a good team. We respect yeah. them. But I like how Joel Embiid has his coaches back here. And I said I the agree. exact same things about people complaining about Brett Brown. Brown did a, did a job. great job. Like he he did it. It wasn't his fault. It's not his fault Ben Simmons doesn't work on his jump shot. It's not his fault that Joel Embiid isn't as in good shape as he should be. It doesn't like watch his diet and doesn't take care of himself. Um none of this stuff is his fault. It's not his fault JJ Redick is erratic. He didn't give JJ Redick twenty four million dollars a year.
4: Um, yeah, so he Joel tried Embiid's, every possible combo com- yeah, of guys coming exactly. off the bench, sixth men. He tried everything conceivably possible. To a, to gain and a, the players a, didn't make an infinitesimal plays. edge on the lineups,
0: so he was a better he's a better coach than Nick Nurse in that series. I don't think it's Joel even debatable. Nurse like did, a, did good a good job, job yesterday. Nurse did a yeah, good, good job yesterday. Yesterday,
2: yeah, he did some things and sort of saved the series. Actually, that people aren't talking about much, but you know, some people are up. But one thing about Joel Embiid, so Joel Embiid says today, oh, I've been off of social media. Yeah, of course you have, because you lost. You said, know, oh, Joel Embiid, if they would have won, the guy would have been tweeting all kinds of stupid shit. So, uh, Joel Embiid on Brett Brown. I was off of social media. I'm hearing all these rumors, and I just thought it was all bullshit. He's done a fantastic job. He's been through here everything. Then this year, I think he grew even more as a coach. He learned. We've all learned. It's hard when you've got five guys that uh, can all score and do a lot of things on the court. We have to put it all together. It's not easy. At the end of the day, though, it comes down to the players. I don't think he should have anything to worry about. He's an amazing coach, and even a better person. Obviously, I've got to love, a lot of love for them, uh, for him. If you want to blame somebody, if there's someone to blame, put the blame on me, That's says really Joel Embiid cool. today. That's being a leader right there. And I've I been totally saying this. Agree. I told, I told Big Man El campus that last week, remember, Cam? I said, he's not the one on the court. It's up to the yeah. players. There's only it so is. much a coach can do. You know what I mean? Like I said. Joel Embiid is great, but he takes too many threes. He falls down too much. Um, you know, Ben Simmons is very good, but the thing is, if they everyone knows he's not going to shoot a jumper, it's easier to play defense on other guys. Like, we can go down the list. That's not on Brown. Yeah, he can coach through this, but you got a lot of head cases, and he goes in that room, Mike. Ben Simmons and the Kardashian stuff. Joel Embiid's a low Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler's you got a keep happy. Room. You bring yeah. in Tobias Harris, who can score, but you got to work him in. It's not an easy job, that job. And look at the oh. Lakers. They had a hard time getting a coach. It's not like there's a million good coaches out there.
4: I completely agree. That you ha- you're you dealing with a lot on that team. And when you're in game seven and you're up and there's Plus a few the city, minutes my, left. Sorry,
2: even the city added pressure, right? Not just the guys in the room, but yes, that city, the yeah. fans, they're job.
4: Yes. And when you're in the last few minutes of game seven, Unless it's something egregious, I'm not really going to point fingers at the coach. We saw both teams really struggle to play offense yesterday. Kawhi's brilliant in that he's able to get through a night where he's struggling to shoot the basketball well, and he still can score 41-8. and That's the brilliance of great players. It isn't their best night, but they still find a way to win, and in this case, in spectacular fashion. When it came to the Sixers, a couple of shot clock violations, including one out of a timeout. Um, throwing the ball away. Van Bleet gets a steal at one point. Joel Embiid drifting out to the three-point line probably a little bit too much. He should have played back to the basket. He probably could have dominated Gasol a little bit. Last night, Gasol was not playing particularly well. So there's little things along the way that result in a the closest game of the entire postseason so far and a miraculous four-bounce-off-the-rim shot to lose. It is... Splitting hairs upon splitting hairs and to point to the coach and say he didn't get it done in game three or whatever is just people looking for excuses. The players have to win that series.
2: Not you're exactly right. Yep. Well said, man. And, yeah. no, And listen, you know, Jimmy Butler tied the damn game with four seconds. I agree. Right?
3: I don't know
0: you want right. Yeah. right. Let's let's remember something. The Raptors were six point favorites in that game, and it goes down to a last crazy crazy second shot. The the, the 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 Sixers played their asses off, like a road game, a game seven in that atmosphere. They 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 did great. They it should be commended. They played their asses off. Just Kawhi Leonard's the best. That's 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 the only reason. You know, he's number one. So, what's your pick, uh, Mike? Uh, Raptors or uh, Milwaukee Bucks?
4: That one's really tough for me. I was thinking about it a lot, a lot last night. I just wonder, you know, it, t- Toronto bugged me yesterday in that everybody slagged off so much and we're just letting Kawhi take the shots. I'm concerned about that dynamic. They have obviously really good to great players around him. I'm concerned a little bit with that that dynamic. But does the same dynamic exist in Milwaukee? Milwaukee just hasn't really been tested yet. They're exactly. a little bit fresher. That. That gives me an that I think that gives me an edge. I think Kawhi. I and think they're Giannis going to be cold is, and rusty in the first half. They could be. There's no there's no map for that. I could just as easily you could they could just as easily be rusty as they could be fresh. So um, I would give a slight edge to Toronto because I think overall, even though Giannis is probably this year's MVP. I would have to declare Kawhi Leonard the better player because I'm looking at the entire body of work. And it's a close call, but Kawhi's it body is. of work over the course of his career is better.
2: As you mentioned, and I tweeted this out uh before the show started about the Milwaukee Bucks or actually in the chat uh whatever. Um the Bucks are really good, all right, but they they have like 50 wins or something, like fifty-one wins, I believe, whatever it was uh by double digit points this year. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at the division if they play it. They played the Pistons four times, the Cleveland Cavaliers four times, the um uh, the Bulls. That's a bad division, guys. It is. Okay? It is. It was like epically bad this year. They so they beat up on bad teams. They like you said, it reminds me, guys, of a college team Sort of like Duke or something. You know what call it Or Gonzaga. Unless you're Gonzaga. Camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gonzaga beat people yeah. up in that West Coast Conference yeah. all the San time. San Francisco. And Mary's, Mary's. It's not like, Day no, over. we're not saying you yeah. can't play with Kentucky and you can't play with these big boys. You can't. Battle-tested. But Kentucky and these guys have been through wars like 18 games where they've had, hey, you got to shoot with four seconds left, bro. You guys won every game by 44 points. And suddenly you're in you're in an NCAA tournament against guys that are as good as you. And you're like, damn, man, we're under pressure. Who's going to shoot? It's a different dynamic. And I really believe this series is going to be different. I, I really do. And, and I didn't like it. That the Raptor players really, really did get. They went into a shell. There's no disputing it. Their confidence got totally. rattled. But every matchup is different in sports. And the Milwaukee Bucks aren't the most athletic team, man. Middleton's a good three point shooter, whatever. You can you can nullify him a bit. Um the Raptors are gonna have OG Ananobi back. He's a great defender. Um they're not the greatest team Milwaukee in a half court set, they're not used to playing in close games. The Raptors are freaking battle tested, but Kyle Lowry has to continue to play well. And he, you know, he he man, he was the glue yesterday, but he needs to hit some more shots. Van Fleet needs to start hitting somebody's threes. We can't get zero production from him. Yet Milwaukee's going to have a problem with Gasol. They're going to have a problem with Ibaka. They don't have a lot of size guys uh, besides the Greek freak. They're essentially a, a three-point and dunk team. They're the king of analytics, this team.
4: I would love to have a guy like Ibaka on my team in this kind of playoff series. Yeah, I just think having guys like that are so important when you're in seven-game series, you saw the plays he's making in the last couple of games. It's just hustle plays. And Lowry and Ibaka and Van Vliet made a few plays yesterday, even though they couldn't hit anything, that won them the game. It comes down to it. And I think having those types of guys that have been through it before is helpful against Milwaukee.
2: Okay, so uh, before we get you out of here, Mike, and hang in there, Um uh, I should get Chowder in right now, actually. Say say hi to Mike. Clam! Chowder!
5: Hey, how we doing, Mike? Blew it. I'm doing great, buddy. You blew it last night. You could have won, man. Put those double hairs and in the hairs back on your hairs. I don't know what that means, Chowder. But I don't right. either, how you doing I, li- Mike? I like it.
7: I'm doing great,
4: buddy. I'm Congrats on your Raptors win.
5: Okay. Hey, yeah, yeah. you better have a, a, a heated blanket at the PGA there.
4: I'm going to have a parka, a umbrella, and probably a heated blanket. It's a good I I may get electrocuted if I use the heated blanket, but You know, I'm the sure PGAs going to be
2: solid blankets. Okay. Have a, have a good one,
5: Mike. Nice to hear you.
4: All right, guys. Yeah, still Gabe, they'll do uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the merchandise tent like, at the golf to go tournaments are where you want to be. Yeah.
5: That little How you local, doing, Chowder? Mike? Chowder. Hey, where you want to be? Where, where you want to be, wanna Mike? Be? Don't where do I want to be? Again. Where do I Where are we going to be? Don't start that again.
4: Guys, translate for me. I'm, I'm missing the... Uh...
2: Uh, I don't know, Chadder. Where's that from, Chatter? Is that from a movie?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jungle Book with the Beatles the, the Vol- Vultures. Hey, what you going to do? What? No, don't start that again. Where are we going to go? I, I don't know. Don't start that again.
2: I'm unfamiliar with the movie nice the Jungle mess. Book. I never saw okay, The
5: Jungle I.
2: Book either. Hey, caught us off That's guard. What's
5: Walt Disney? Yeah. I know. yeah. Come on, Chadder. Baloo! Hey, Baloo!
2: All right, all right. We'll keep Chowder on. Hang in here, Chowder. We'll get to yeah. on. Okay. Keep, yeah. Okay. I'm pulling chowder. back.
5: I'm pulling back my pants up. <laughs> let, wow, we're off the it. Wow, he's
2: letting it all hang out. There. Yeah. All right, wow. Mike. Thank Man. you. Have a good one, like Mike. That. This Mike is a tough way to
1: close out. I'll hang you in, hang
2: in here, Chowder. We'll give you another two minutes on the on the other end here. All right, Clam Chowder. I'm not sure if he pulled his pants back up yet or not. What up, Chowder? You still with us, Chowder? Hey,
5: how's it going? My Hey, Yeah, I pulled him up and I tied them up with a right, cord listen, like a uh, Jeffro and the uh, Beverly Hillbillies.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, you've got we got about three minutes, Chatter. Here we got it. We got an updated three right, minutes. All so right. hey, hey. what's up, huh?
5: Hey, what's in the kitchen? How you doing, man? How's the litter box?
0: Yeah, the litter box is pretty good today, Chowder. Not bad. Okay, <laughs> good, good, is- good. Is- nice is- to
5: hear. Okay, I want to start off with Clay, the carpenter, Guida, that I met with the marvelous Gabriel morenzi at Trophies. For a wonderful road rage, 35 18 and 0 record and unanimous decision over veteran champion BJ Penn.
2: Yeah, you should be a rig announcer. Good stuff, Chad. Yeah, master. Yeah, yeah. Craig
5: Wheat, got it done.
2: BJ Penn's yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, I feel so great
5: for him. Very nice person from uh, uh, a Round Lake, right, Illinois.
2: <laughs> yeah, Chicago kid. <laughs> He's from, yeah, that's right, Chatter.
5: Yeah, and I want to say also the hats prospect, Nick Suzuki, not the car now, Suzuki got the MVP award, Wayne Gretzky for the most valuable player, and his head of Memorial Cup in Halifax. The Mooseheads are hosting it.
2: That's gonna be a good time down there. You know, if I was still around, I'd yeah, like yeah, yeah. to yeah.
5: I left them for dead.
2: That's right. <laughs> That's right, Chowder. Left for dead, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chowder, are you watching Game of Thrones?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. I'm in the back cave and I'm talking to the commissioner. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I said, are you watching a Game of Thrones?
5: Oh, yeah, 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 the Memorial Cup, man. Starting on the 17th, <laughs> ending on the 26th. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching awesome.
2: it. Awesome. All right, take, take us out, Chatter. Take us out.
5: 10 seconds,
2: Chatter. Quick.
5: Okay.
2: Oh, I it up, Molly. Quick.
5: Breathe.
0: The passion. Hey, everybody, I'm Dan with Drummond and Raymond Powder. let take a look at the MLB schedule tonight. we got games going on. The Yankees and Orioles get things started from New York City. 635, start again. Yankees, 250. Pitching change. We had Lasagna starting. Sessas in for the Yankees versus Hess. Total 8.5. 7.05 action. Milwaukee and Philly. Phil's Lang, 60 cents. 8.5 is your total. Peralta and nola seven ten baseball action houston laying a buck 65 at detroit total eight and a half peacock versus boyd at seven forty. we have the angels and twins twins minus a buck 59 skaggs and barrios barrios on fire this year Eight ten. cleveland they're laying a buck 60 at the white Sox over under eight and a half bieber and lopez 940 pittsburgh at arizona b-backs minus 189 is your total kingham and ray last game on the board tonight oakland at seattle mariners minus 25 total nine fires coming off a no-hitter versus Kikuchi. The Oakland A's also designated first baseman D.H. Tenders Morales for assignment less than two months after trading for him from the Blue Jays. Kevin Durant won't be back for game one of the Western Final versus the Blazers on Tuesday. He's going to be forced to miss game one with that calf strain injury. Durant also is going to be re-evaluated this Thursday, so making him doubtful for game two as well. Golden State's going to lean on Curry. He had scored 33 points all in the second half of the Friday game six win in Houston, the Warriors are making their fifth straight conference appearance. Portland advancing to the West to final for the first time since 2000. Congratulations to them. It's the battle of the Curry brothers too: Steph versus Seth. Golden State laying seven and a half in game one over under 219. Game tips off at nine o'clock. Series price, Golden State minus 525. Portland, they're plus 400 to reach the finals. Eastern Finals. Toronto Raptors meet the Milwaukee Bucks. Game 1 Wednesday night, 8.30 tip. Bucks laying 6.5, total 2.18. Series price Milwaukee minus 300. The Raptors are plus 240. Live odds for the final four teams left. Golden State minus 175. Bucks next up at plus 225. Raptors plus 8.50. Portland 18-1 to 1 to win it all. Michigan's John Belai has agreed to become the Cleveland Cavaliers head coach. The two sides came to terms on a five-year contract. That accorded to ESPN. Cleveland will provide line his first crack at the NBA after the six-year-old was uh, great at the NCAA level. He helped hold that Michigan Wolverines program into one of the nation's top programs, leading them to nine NCAA tournament appearances in 12 years and two national championship games since 2013. Cleveland will now focus on the NBA draft lottery. They have a 14% chance of landing the top pick, which will surely be Zion Williamson. The Seahawks expect to sign Cordell Smith backup Russell Wilson. He started just two games since 2015 and uh, receiver Doug Baldwin appears to have retired from his Twitter account. Today he got released a couple days ago. Prosecutors from felony robbery and misdemeanor charges against former UFC lightweight and featherweight champ Conor McGregor. In March McGregor was captured on VO getting an altercation with a fan of his Ahmed Abderzak Connor then slapped the phone out of the man's hand and stomped on it numerous times, smashing it to pieces. Instead of tripping, trip cricket, these guys have settled out of court. Uh, cha-ching, cha-ching, looks like the man got paid. One game in the NHL playoffs tonight, 9 o'clock. St. Louis got smoked in the first game. They're back at it tonight. S.J. Sharkey, minus 140, total 5.5. San Jose leads the best of seven series, one game to nothing. Live odds for the cup, Boston plus 100. Sharks plus 165. St. Louis 6 to 1 and those bunch of jerks Carolina 14 to 1. Double of hockey today. Canada beating Slovakia 6 to 5. Just this one just ended Mark Stone the winner with 2 seconds left in the third. The USA over Finland 3 to 2 in overtime. June Jones leaving the Hamilton Tiger Cats for an XFL head coaching job. This according to reports from Houston jones is reportedly set to join the houston franchise slated for play in the xfl in 2020 serena williams opened up her clay court season with a 6-4-6-2 win over sweden's rebecca peterson today in round one of the italian open tiger woods brooks kepka francisco molinari one of the featured groups for the pga this week at betpage black dj and brooks kepka the favorites at 11 to 1 tiger woods 12 to 1 and justin thomas at 20 to 1 has just withdrawn so justin thomas one of the favorites withdrawing from the tournament hey gabe Morenzi. Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Cam Stewart. Hour two coming up. We'd like to thank uh, Mike Blewett there and uh, Clam Chowder. Great stuff. So keep it locked. Big man on campus a little bit later. Red Heat and Rage. Hour two coming up next.
1: All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time time decisions. Thanks.
2: Level two. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. Uh, Leo Rowdens, who was uh, on the call last night, uh, will join us. Or, uh, while well, we spoke to him this morning, my boy Leo. Nice.
0: Uh, Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Leo Rowdens. He, he did the game last Hughes. night. Yes, he did, Gabe. Yes, he did. Love yeah, Leo. I told
2: him. I saw Leo during the broadcast. I was watching TNT's uh, feed. Kevin Harlan and Greg Anthony. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, on the camera and stuff, I could see, you know, the scores table and I'm like, hey, there's yeah. Devlin and Devlin looks stressed, bro. There was oh, like yeah. two minutes left. He was stone cold. I don't know what he sounded like on the broadcast, but he I'm was nervous. stone cold. And Leo <laughs> sort of Leo sort of you know, was Leo looked like Leo. He's so chilling. I tweeted, I, 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 yeah, he's always, like, chill, this guy. He's, like, a cool dude, Leo Rod. He's just cool. Like like a golfer. He's calm. He
0: never gets out oh, He probably is. He like Devlin? You're right. Devlin was like <laughs> us. He's, like, his hair was out of place, and he looked really like he was losing money or something. Yeah, he yeah, seemed Devlin very was upset. Worried. <laughs> he was, Devlin, worried. like, was sweating was and worried. stuff. Like, yes, he was. He was Leo's so all
2: calm, but I said, man, I said, you guys stressed. And Leo, like, right away tweets me back, I'm never stressed, Gabe exactly he, saying, he goes I've never stressed he goes I enjoyed every second of that game yeah, Leo's <laughs> awesome so yeah Leo Leo joined us and he had a great description of it actually it was, it was right in front of him so he said he saw Kawhi like right in front of him with four seconds and the whole how like Kawhi took the clock down and perfectly managed it and um, so yeah was, it, we'll go through it with Leo but I gotta tell you man um, I do believe I really do. I'm not just saying this, but I think the Raptors are going to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think
0: I, I think the price is insane. Oh, I would have made, made that line in Vegas, Bucks, like in the series. I thought it was going to be 160. Two. I thought it would be a buck 80. A buck 80 because of Milwaukee with the Greek freak in the name and the way they took out Boston. Or what it, it should, should be. be. You're right. Yeah. 180. 180 is a good number. 200 is an excessive number. It's 300. The fact that you're laying 300 with Milwaukee, I don't care if they win or not. It's a bad bet. They should not be minus 300 in the series. The Raptors are getting disrespected. And Philadelphia is a damn good team. They took us seven games. Uh, It's not going to be that easy for Milwaukee. They caught Boston at the right time. This series is going to go the distance, too. I think the Raptors can get it done. I think they will get it done.
7: Uh,
0: I
2: think they will. Uh, And we'll talk about it. There was a game on Saturday night that they played that the Raptors tried in. The Raptors didn't try in the first two games they played in Milwaukee. One of the games... Two of the four games, they didn't play people. It was just one of these weird scheduling type deals. Kawhi only played like uh, twice, I think. And I don't know if you remember, but the Raptors got lost on TV a lot this year. And there was a third. It was cool. Remember Kawhi going back to San Antonio and they got slaughtered? Yeah, they got smoked. Yeah, they did bad on their <laughs> TV games. You're right. Yeah, they got, yeah, they got on those
0: smoked. Games.
2: And they got smoked on the Tuesday night, too, Go- on a TV game. They were on TV against another big team, and they got tattooed. Maybe Denver waxed them. Or someone tattooed them, and then, boom, they got smoked versus the Spurs. It was like, oh God. And, and it was like, oh, boy, they got to play Milwaukee now on a Saturday night in Milwaukee. And the Raptors beat them. Like, the Raptors took care of business. I think it was in Milwaukee. Well, we could double-check it. But anyways, I think they match up well. And I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not discounting Portland either. CJ McCollum, he's got something special going on right now. Sure does. Um, you know him and Lillard. I won't discount them, especially if Kevin Dur- if Kevin Durant misses the series, they they have a shot. You'll miss two they games. They can win.
0: You'll yeah, miss two games, maybe three. That's the thing. He's probably going to be back for game yeah. But what
2: what's what, yeah? But what's he going to be
0: like when he comes back? We don't know. That's another thing. Yeah, it's a calf injury. Anything can yeah. happen. But can he I guarantee you, he jump, and he set up after the you know update. I mean? He's going to be out two games. They're reassessing him on Thursday, and that's not good. So he's guaranteed out two games.
2: Golden State's most likely gonna win instead.
0: I think. Good. I think six. Right, game time is. I love season. Portland to
1: win. Right, level 2 continues. k the engine,
2: Ready to face Radio. Chowder was on fire today. I'm morenci from down with uh, Cam Stewart. Um, a lot of stuff uh, to get to. We've been talking about uh, basketball. We'll get into the hockey. I just wanted to bring up, I'm sure, Cam, you were thinking as a uh, diehard Maple Leaf fan, you would have preferred Drake busting out the Bruin jersey uh, like we said he should have a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, this guy, I'll tell you, man, it's just uh, everything, everything's interesting with with the with Toronto teams. I'm just happy they got over the hump because if they wouldn't have beat Philadelphia in that game, there would have been some serious, you know, we talk about the slump buster or Santeria lighting something on fire. You'd have to do something because, uh, and now I'm watching, Paul, yeah, it would have been uh, not just depressing, actually like really, really angering, depressing. It actually would have affected me, and usually sports don't really affect my life anymore, but having the Raptors and Leafs both out... Would have been very annoying. But I will say this um watching Boston just carve their way through Carolina right now it makes me even angrier watching their games because I'm thinking, wow, if Toronto beat these guys, you know, they could probably take these teams down. But that's classic. You guys never get over the hump. And now look at Boston. They're uh, they're taking Carolina out to the woodshed. I know both games have been in, you know, at home. They have to go on the road and we'll see what happens. But and I'll tell you, Gabe, that Marchand, I just day after day, like I wish Justin Williams put a hole in his face. Like you sucked him into a penalty. What a prick. Like I just want somebody to I, I don't care. Like i want this guy knocked out. Like out. Like I am Drake so done with that prick. He is unbelievable. Know,
2: he's a. Prick. I
0: did.
2: I did ask you about Drake, uh not, not oh, the yeah. bulls. Oh
0: sorry, sorry, you got me uh switch. <laughs> I, 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 I
7: can't
0: give a shit about Drake. He cares about Drake. He's just you know, he's so, wearing whatever friggin' jersey he wants. So
2: I noticed that Drake wasn't courtside yesterday. And I thought it was a good thing, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah you don't want, I don't want to make I, I saw anything.
2: that, and I was thinking, wow, he's not there. Where is he? And then I realized, I'm thinking, does he have a show tonight? I'm like, there's no way in hell he would book a show on Game Like, he doesn't. No. He, he only plays in the summer, one of his little OVO Fest and stuff. He doesn't tour, like, type thing that much. So, I was, I was like, like, nah, what's so... I was like, wow. And then I realized, you know what? He doesn't want to get blamed. He doesn't want to get blamed. He and said it. It's a, it's amazing to me though. We used to joke about that. About I said during the Bruin series, man, he should put a Bruin jersey on, and he is sensitive to this curse stuff. Yeah, he doesn't like it, right? You know what I mean? Like he doesn't like being called a curse and stuff. It bothers him.
0: And yeah. have you? Yeah.
2: So, him putting the Philadelphia stuff on is basically him admitting that he's a curse.
0: Yes. 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 See what else he's wearing too when he doesn't wear sports jerseys now. He's bringing back like shows like he had like a DeGrassi junior high when he was uh, remember when he was the basketball player in the wheelchair type of thing. But there was a show on TV called Breaker High. Breaker High. Yeah, Yeah, Breaker High. He's bringing back like that like loser show. uh, You know what I mean? He's uh, repping their gear and stuff. So yeah, I think he's trying to get away from uh, the sports jersey stuff because of the curses. But excellent point by you. Yeah, you know he knows it's real, man. He wore the soccer jersey, the team lot. like yeah. I wasn't a Barcelona or something like this guy. Yeah, it's just one of those things, man. People are superstitious. You don't want to walk under ladders and do stuff like that. It's not working for you. Like, think yeah, about it. I it's don't. Like, I don't believe I don't, that you, a person can influence these things. But time and time again, Gabe, some people just—it's one of those things. If those things kept on happening with you or me, I think I would change something too. They do. I would. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, you got something that well, or- beats.
2: You were six and oh, you were six and oh at the Leaf games. That's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, look what I'm doing now in the NHL playoffs. I suck rocks. I can't hit a winner to save my life. I'm on the Blues. They get smoked. I take Carolina because I hate Boston. They get smoked. I like the, the Blues Raptors. Tonight,
2: though. Are zero and four against the spread this year when oh, I'm in attendance? Yeah. That's not but, good. Yeah, but they're three and one straight up. Oh, okay.
0: That, that, that changes things. That's nice. The only game Better. they lost I saw was that Friday night Brooklyn beat them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And actually, after that game, you want to talk about reverse curses. Brooklyn went on a heater after yes, you went to the yeah, game. yeah,
2: I did. Remember? They I went on the a jersey they went on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man,
0: I love that. I got to tell you, I love that Brooklyn jersey. I, I remember I went yeah, to Models. Like, I got a Brooklyn t-shirt. in the do- It was in the dollar bin. They had like a dollar bin. It doesn't fit me now. Like, my gut hangs out. But I got a Brooklyn Nets t-shirt for like a dollar. It was when like nobody like it was the old logo too, Gabe. Not even the cool new one. Like yeah, they were. Medels couldn't give that stuff away. It was ugly.
2: Um. So yeah, the Toronto Raptors. Um, they're about plus two thirty five or so. It's a little less uh, here in New
0: York. Two thirty five, two forty. Yeah. yeah. It's a little high. It's good value, man.
2: Plus two fifty. Gabe,
0: I'm watching. Devlin's on the phone right now on the show. I was just. uh watching the international hockey game. I was going to flick the channel, the golf channel or whatever. I don't know my converter yet, but Devlin, yeah. You yeah, said it, man. That guy, like, he he didn't look like – usually the guy, like, has a really nice Italian suit and his hair, but you could tell, like, he looked like he went through the ringer. Like, that was a guy that, like, had, had a bad day at, on the floor at the stock exchange. He looked beat down.
2: All right, Cam. So, FanDuel has name of the finalists. Exactly. Oh. Two finalists and who wins. The favorite, wow. This isn't going to happen either. The Golden State Warriors to beat the Milwaukee Bucks, plus 150. Mm -hmm. Golden State Warriors to beat the Toronto Raptors in the NBA Finals, plus 300. Milwaukee Bucks to beat the Golden State Warriors, plus 300. Toronto Raptors to beat the Golden State Warriors, plus 650. Portland Trailblazers to beat the Milwaukee Bucks, 16-1. These odds aren't big enough. Milwaukee, Milwaukee.
0: I can tell you right walk, now. Li- yeah? Listen to this one. Listen to this one. So what you just said was, what was that last one with Portland 16 to one? We get por- we got Portland already in the series price. It almost like, you, yeah, you're, you said it. These odds do not correlate with what's happening. No, now. To this, Why right. would I take the Portland Raptors at three to once when they're plus 250 on- online at Mr. Yeah. Green? And all they got to like do is Portland, win the series. They don't have to win the championship. That's a bad bet. Portland I, I, to
2: beat the Bucs. Band-Duel's is plus sixteen hundred.
0: Portland Trailblazers yeah. to win
2: the NBA championship is fifteen to one. Yeah, I you might know, as I well just take 18th. the fifteen to one. Yeah, yeah like eighteen. Come and on. the same thing with the Raptors. The Raptors are plus two hundred right now, and I guarantee you, if the Raptors win this series, they're going to be big dogs against the Warriors. You're what better are off Raptors? just taking it at a plus
0: four fifty in the next series.
2: Like it's they, the they're Raptors not giving enough
0: odds there. At FanDuel to win the NBA championship. That's what I need to know. Plus five fifty. Yeah, you know what they are online? Plus take fifty. So the best bet they there is, I got to tell you something, the Minnesota Twins was your bet at plus 210 that time. It's down to like a buck 30, man. That's the bet. You know, buck what the 20, problem it's is like pick everybody is betting on the Raptors
2: at that book. I'm telling you, I like, it's been this way all year. Like there's people with Raptor gear. I went in there yesterday. I was doing a blue Jay, uh, Jersey after, after the game, the yeah. like, around, maybe like, yeah, like they're representing
0: Yeah, yeah
2: like, I'm getting it left and right. How about them Raptors? I'm wearing Raptor gear, like, at the book and stuff. People are like, go, Raps. Like, even during the season, people are, I guess it's an East Coast thing. Like, people in New York, they're not going to like the Milwaukee Bucks. Golden State's on the West Coast. Portland's Pacific Northwest. You know, I could see the action. You have Kawhi Leonard. Kyle Lowry's from Philadelphia, East Coast, like, People like the Raptors, dude. The Raptors are are the Raptors are more popular than people realize. Like, I agree. We were looking at the TV ratings. I was looking at the ratings, and the Raptors did very well, actually. Like, there's been no drop off. So all the talk about ooh, they don't want the Raptors on TV and stuff. I, I don't really think it's a concern for them. Good to be honest. You know the ratings. Yeah, it hasn't been a problem. It's not like Milwaukee, some great TV market either.
0: Oh, that's another. Yeah, you want to talk about how many people are in Milwaukee? What's the population of Milwaukee? Right? Uh, what is it? I, don't I have I no idea. Million? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a couple million tots. I can tell you one thing if Toronto so, as a North American city, Toronto is the same size as Houston, Texas. There's five million people in the mega city. So other than New York and Los Angeles and Chicago, which is almost the same, they are in the four hole. Toronto's the fourth biggest city in North America, population wise. Milwaukee's not even close. So you know?
2: Yeah. Uh, man, there's, uh... 2017 population surprised me 600,000
0: yeah not even a million mississauga's bigger <laughs> way bigger way yeah. bigger way bigger
2: but you know this is i'm sure with the surrounding areas it's a little bit bigger but
0: i've never been oh here to it to is you know. 2018. I, to, I bet it's really a there and they got, uh, a game, they got yeah. it going on I bet we could re- i bet we could really do well at a brewers game Okay, sauce, so like shoot. I
2: said, with the like I knew it wouldn't be five hundred thousand. It's uh, with the surrounding area and whatever. It's uh, one million five hundred thousand. Okay, one point five million. Not bad. Thirty-first biggest city in America.
3: Thirty-one.
0: Hey, hey, you want to make it rain like Hawaii? Go to slash grid and open up a points bet scoreclaims your account and enter the promo code grid, G R I D, and you'll get two risk free bets up to a thousand bucks. In addition to traditional betting, points bet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you bet the New York Giants minus three and they cover the spread by seven points, you'll receive seven times your stake. Wow, this is amazing! These are new, uh, nice new promos we got this week, Gabe. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo yeah, good, code good grid promos there. and get your two risk-free bets up to 1000 bucks, maybe a dime today. I like that. And there's another one coming up in Hour 3 that I'm liking, too. Ooh-hoo. I might have to open up an account, buddy, with these kind of promos. Nice.
2: Uh, the Ranger Redhead Cam uh, Stewart uh, right there. I am uh, Gabriel Morenci. So. Uh, New York Yankees. So yeah, it's raining uh, in New York, and it's coming down. It's not pouring right now, but it's been a persistent rain, for the last like forty-eight hours or something. Whatever. It's always raining here. Um, but it's just it's continuously raining, and you can't play baseball in this right now. If it was a playoff game or whatever, like if you're absolutely positive, you absolutely pause, you could get an inning in or two. Like, I don't see how you could play nine innings. I'm just looking right now. It's not supposed to let up until ten o'clock tonight. Have but see the betting just... cards
0: tonight, Gabe. It's horrible. Probably one of the worst betting cards we've had in, I don't know, months. I can't remember. Uh, like, there's very few baseball games and just a hockey game. No basketball till Tuesday. So, yeah, it's know. tough, tough board, tough board. I didn't go to the book today. Um didn't need, so, to need to.
2: So the Pardon. Yankees, Yankees playing tonight are supposed to be playing tonight. Who against the White Sox? No Orioles. Orioles. sorry, excuse me, Orioles. Um. Supposed to be playing tonight. They just opened up the gates, but it's pouring out. And somebody just tweeted a picture of the field. Sportsnet New York guy just tweeted. John Chandler, just NBC, excuse me, just uh, tweeted a picture. It's all flooded. Like puddles yeah, everywhere. Like happen. thick thick puddles. Yet yeah. the Yankees opening up the gate. They're like, oh, gates are open, guys. So Yankee fans are bitching on Twitter here. Like this guy says, yeah, $30 to take the train uh, and the park uh, there. uh, food uh, for two innings of baseball. Sounds like a great time. No, thank you. (laughs) Um, But the thing is, the Yankees have been pissing people off because they don't like giving the tickets back and stuff, Cam. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. They want to make money, right? So they're telling people, oh yeah, yeah, they're playing the game tonight, but it's pouring right now. And New York, Cam, it's not, it's it's not like, you know, like, you know, even Toronto's big. People come from Mississauga to these places, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of stadiums you can just sort of walk to and stuff, but
3: New York not is so one. big,
2: man. Yeah, exactly. people, it takes them an hour or two, an hour and a half, two hours to get there, and you're going to get there and sit in the rain? I mean, here it's saying it's going to be rain, uh, raining all the way till, uh, till 10 o'clock tonight.
0: Another thing is, look at the matchup. They're playing Baltimore. That's an easy game to make up. It's not like, uh, you know, the Twins were still in town or another team. They're in, they're in their division. You can make up a doubleheader so quick, so... Uh, we'll see what happens there, Gabe. But uh, yeah, I've got a I got a feeling uh, rainout uh, could be could be the play if it continues.
2: It's the old, um, yeah. It's like you know, remember the old uh, the old double headers in the old days were cool. You know, you say you 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 have the ticket for both games, but yep. nowadays it's just pure greed. So basically, what they tell you is like, oh yeah, and if it's rained out, your ticket will be good for another day. But you know. Some people plan this stuff. They're tourists tourist yeah. or you know and stuff, stuff like that. But it happens a lot. It is what it is. Uh the weather, what can you do, man? You can't play baseball really. I mean, the weather sucks. What are you gonna do? The weather sucks everywhere. It's May. This ain't this isn't normal for May. Like uh nope. cold as hell. It's cold, it's wet, cold, it's raining. Like it's bizarre world. Uh it's twisted weather. But uh I see Erica in the chat. What's up, Erica? It's not as gloomy as it looks behind me. <laughs> like, like, yeah, look at looking behind me, man. It's um, it's some serious ass. Like, yeah, it's it looks like it's like Gotham type thing, but it's actually it's dark and gloomy. But we've got a tent that really, quite frankly, only works when it's sunny out. We've got an alternative backdrop that we're going to roll out. Uh, I'll have oh. to set it up. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah. Oh,
5: I didn't no want to break dirt.
2: it. No, yeah, don't I didn't do want to. It. I didn't. I didn't want to break it. I was trying to set it up. I was like, "Man, I'm going to yeah. break this. And Cardano's going to freak out." But now I got Cardano. Whoa! How come you never set that backdrop up?
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, well, you put the new backdrop. I need in.
2: Yeah, I'm a house. I need. So I need a team. Come down here, set oh. it up,
0: put it behind me. Don't you got a? Don't you got a couple of guys who you go to games? What about yeah. Millhouse? What's he doing on the side? You come over, help you out, watch a game. You know, put up the put up the background.
2: <laughs> so. uh I heard you mention June Jones, so what's June Jones Bolton, Hamilton? Good thing we didn't yeah. put that future bet in yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to, I've got to be honest with you, I don't think he's going to make a difference who coaches that team with the <laughs> talent they had. Is June Jones a great coach? No, he's going to the no. XFL, Gabe, report this out of guy, Houston. The, the this reporter guy's got from a bigger, Houston says, yeah, he's joining an XFL, Houston franchise. June Jones has got bigger. On.
2: He's got bigger commitment problems than, uh, than Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Yeah. For like yeah, you know, June, June Jones, man, just goes from team to team and like league to yeah, league, and bolts and yeah, whatever. Go to the XFL, June.
0: Who cares? I don't
2: even. I don't even think he's a good coach.
0: Yeah, like if you went up to me and said, "Wow, the next head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats is Orlando Steinhauer," I'd go, "He's better than June Jones." That guy knows the league. He's been there a while. You know, it's like, uh, what's he? What's June Jones done really with Hamilton? Not much. You know, the guy came there. I was actually the sh- big shocker to me was when he brought in Jerry Glanville with that big bell, I thought it was going to be a joke. Like I've always loved Jerry Glanville, but he actually, the defense actually played well under Glanville, which was shocking to me. He was actually like, when we looked at that, I game, I it was disagree. like, wow, it was good. I'm like, what these guys are like, maybe Glanville's just one of those guys that the players just say, yeah, this guy's hilarious. You know what I mean? Like they bust their ass for him, but June Jones, who cares? Me and you could coach that team and it wouldn't change the over under wins total. Me, you and Babano. <laughs> uh, Justin Thomas, uh, withdrew from the PGA Correct. championship. That's big. He was 20 uh, to one. Yeah. Put that one in the update wrist. too. Uh, yeah, he, he was uh, one of the favorites, it, one of the favorites, Gabe.
2: Yeah. I'll be swinging the fences with, um, I'll be swinging with, uh, for the fences with some of the, um, some of those golfers in that 50 to one range.
0: Well, I really respect your boy Daly, And if he likes Adam Scott at 55 to one, that's interesting. The thing is about Adam Scott is he checks off a lot of the boxes, too. Uh, he's not a small hitter. He murders the ball when he wants to. Big athletic, strong swing. So yep. the, the length of the course isn't going to hurt him. His putting is way improved. His short game's good. I don't really think about Adam Scott in that way, but it's weird. He's actually played well in the majors recently, too. Let's remember, going back to it, before Tiger Woods won at the Masters, Adam Scott has really like shown up in, in in majors. You know A lot of top 10s, 20s. Like He's played well, so... At fifty-five to one, and I respect your buddy's opinion. You know what? Why not swing for the fences? I yeah, like Fino. I'm waiting for him to win a tournament. This is the type of course. Maybe forty to one. I really worry about his putting though, but his length won't be a problem. Fleetwood the same way. It's <laughs> gonna happen sooner rather than later. But the two guys when we had It on Gabe Kepka at eleven. I wish we can get more, but books aren't stupid, but they understand how good he is. And I like Shifley at uh, thirty. Shifley at thirty to one looks real good to me. He'll be on my uh, top five picks for sure.
2: So you mentioned it's the calm before the storm uh, right now, even though it is there's a storm rain right now. (laughs) But it's the calm before the storm in the sports world. We've got St. Louis and San Jose tonight, game two of the Western Conference Finals. And I see a lot of similarities, Cam. Really, there is. I know the Sharks have been around longer uh, than the Toronto Raptors have. But two teams that have been very good through the regular seasons in the past, two teams that have been called chokers and mocked and laughed at uh, in the past and two teams that are still standing uh, right now. And also two teams with cool logos, the Shark and the Raptor. Like, yeah, so they sort of came in, not at the exact same time, but I see similarities between these two teams, and I legitimately believe this is their year. I think the San Jose Sharks are going to win this series, and they're going to beat the Boston Bruins. Everyone that's played the Bruins, the Leafs didn't match up well with the Bruins. It's not a good matchup for the Leafs. Uh, Columbus, you know, kind of, you know, they were all right. They they, they had their little shocker getting through, and, um, and you know, they hit a wall. Carolina just aren't that good. You know, they're okay, but they're not great, and they don't match they up. San Jose they are a big up. team, Cam. San Jose are like Boston except more talented. Like, I, I yeah. honestly think, I think San Jose will beat them. And how about this uh, for numbers? I know San Jose, man, these guys are scoring goals. They're averaging over four goals a game over the last 13 games. How about this? Uh, Eleven and two to the over in their last thirteen games on home ice, and it's getting crazy now. They were eighteen and two in their last twenty games going into Game Seven. They won nineteen and two, then they won Game One. The San Jose Sharks are twenty and two camp on home ice in their last twenty two playoff games. Like that shark tank, bro. You go there to drown.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things, Gabe, and. You know, I'm going to take the Blues tonight and tread very lightly. I think it's a good bounce back game. But looking at San Jose play, they're basically they're fast like Dallas, but they're bigger and tougher. The one thing about Dallas is they weren't very physical with their big guys. Like, you know what I mean? And St. Louis was physical. But watching San Jose, they're very, very fast, too. Very deep with four lines. And they hit you. It's a real problem because the Blues want to play that physical game like we're tougher than you. And San Jose is like, bring it on. We got Burns. We got other guys. You know what I mean? We're not afraid afraid of you guys. And the St. Louis defensemen looked really slow in the first game. They got they, they got exposed, and Bennington didn't play his best. Uh, you said it, man. San Jose is scary. I'll tell you one thing. If Boston goes to the final, I think San Jose can beat them. I think that's the thing. I, I usually would probably take the team from the East, but I think the San Jose Sharks can beat the Boston Bruins if they both get there. And
2: um, I, well, I think San Jose wins either way. I think they would beat Carolina, too. Yep. Uh, let me see. What's the... Um... What could I get right now? Future. San plus, Jose 165.
0: Sharks. plus 165, plus ah. 165 to win. Not enough. Not enough. Man,
2: they really lowered these future markets, Cam. Have
0: it. Trust you? me, I'm pissed. Yeah, I put them in my updates just to like uh, for people to know how like bad these lines are. They're really uh they tend to be fleecing us, Gabe, but uh, that's the, the one thing I've learned about these uh, things. We got to get on them early and play yeah, the market yeah. accordingly because if you wait too long till the final four, you're going to get screwed, right? So, yeah, I'm going to take a shot with the Blues tonight, Gabe, but very dangerous. You're right. SJ Sharkey's playing great pucks right now. And you said it, they're scoring too. The over five and a half might be worth a look. You know, Bennington lets in goals, and even the Blues got three the last yeah, game. Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. goes over in the NHL playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to um, take the over tonight.
2: All right. I just looked at uh, StubHub. As I will be at Toronto camp this weekend, buddy, it worked out perfectly. Hey. Toronto Raptors, Milwaukee Pucks, 7 o'clock Eastern. I'm
6: So guys, the NFL rookie football development programs begin this week as those who were drafted in the 2019 NFL draft try to get themselves uh, assimilated into NFL life and for serious fantasy football enthusiasts as well as NFL betters, it's time for you to start prepping as well. Roto experts, they've got you covered. The 2019 NFL 365 fantasy football package includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net including Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts. They'll be providing NFL dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, NFL draft content pretty much every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play, while also providing you with all the data and insight you need to be successful at the betting window. Save 10% now, rotoexperts.com, promo code FNTSY, 10% off promo code FNTSY for the 2019 NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com.
2: Thank you very much, uh, Joe Ranieri. That's Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. I am Gabriel Rensi, Midtown Manhattan Studio, 34 across the street from Madison Square Garden, where uh, Nick fans are hoping at this time uh, next year that uh, they are still playing uh, basketball. We're down to the final four teams standing uh, right now, Toronto and Milwaukee. We'll tip off on Wednesday, Golden State, Portland on Tuesday night. Let's bring in uh, former NBA uh, player. He was a Philadelphia 76er, a Syracuse Orgman standout, uh, Team Canada's uh, head coach, uh, Toronto Raptor television analyst, and uh, all-around pal of ours, Mr. Leo Roudins. Leo, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us, my man. Thanks. Uh, how you doing this morning? I'm great,
8: Gabe. How you doing? Always great to talk to you.
2: I appreciate your time, Leo. I, I know it was an exhilarating night last night, so I was kidding. I saw, I was watching a broadcast, and so I had to, I was watching on, on TNT, but I was so, I was, I, I watched, uh, I got the call after on Twitter with Matt, it was great, great stuff, but I could see you and you know, you're into it, you're always looking sharp, Leo, you know, Matt, Matt, Leo, it was about three, four minutes left and Matt just sort of, he was stone cold, he had a stone cold look on his face and I was thinking to myself, man, the tension in that building right now, Tell us to explain the scene for us. So Leo's doing the game for the Raptors. at feed with Matt Devlin does, does a great job. What was the atmosphere like in the building the last couple of minutes at that game? Because man, it was tense just watching it on television.
8: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it was crazy all night long. The fans came out and they were phenomenal. And then you come down to the to the end of the game and. You know, there, there's so many. I think the frustrating part for the fans is the Raptors had so many great shots, and they just couldn't get him to go down. Uh, but at the end of the game, it was it was typical of this season. Uh, Kyle made big plays at both ends. You know, Kawhi started knocking down his shots, and everything just started coming together. But then you get this missed free throw by Kawhi, and the Sixers have life just yeah. about to the game, and and that's when you could feel the tension. It, it was unbelievable. And I was just happy that they didn't spot on,
2: up for a three. That's when I was like, oh, my God, they're going to shoot a three for the win.
8: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, in today's game, you're absolutely right. Imagine that. A guy actually got a layup. But, uh, you know, you're sitting there, and from that point on, it was slow motion. Everything from that point on, when, when, when Kawhi got the ball at the top of the key, you know, he's dribbling towards me, towards where we're sitting. And I could see he looks up. So you got like 4.2 seconds, but – it's an eternity to him. And you know that you can feel that it's all of a sudden completely his game. And as he looks at the clock, he knows exactly how much time, what he's got to do, who's guarding him, who's helping. And he sees him coming. He like, he, he like goes head, head, head to the corner, out racing him Embiid. and Embiid's not sure when he's going to shoot. So he actually leaves his feet a little early. He gets to that corner spot jumps to it, then jumps high backwards and gets that shot not only up, but over Embiid. And and when that ball hits the rim, it was unbelievable because it hits. It hits again. It hits again. (laughs) And then it hits again before it goes down. (laughs) But I'm telling you, so when it bounced the first time, it goes up, and I'm going, oh, boy. It comes down the second bounce. I go, man, this thing's going to go in. It bounces, and with each bounce, you're just going, please. But you just had, I just had this crazy feeling that it was going to happen, and when it did, the the, the the entire arena just went absolutely bonkers. The whole city went bonkers.
3: I
2: think the country, uh, the the uh, the country, and a great great still shot of uh, by the Toronto Sun that uh, that really uh, really captured it. Um, so how about how about Drake guys? I was like, "Where's Drake?" And uh, Drake's not courtside. Drake actually put the Philly gear on Leo and Joe. <laughs> it's like the curse is alive and well. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The old, the old, the old reverse, man. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> you mentioned it, Leo, with the crowd, and it's upset me a little bit. And it's a byproduct of the success, and you know the deal in which. To me, like, the, and I love, I, you know, I got goosebumps after watching the kids in Jurassic Park, you know, black, white, Asian, male, female, Chinese, you know what I mean? Just everything, diversity of the Raptors fan base and the youthness and, and the passion that these kids have, it's great. But I found at times, with the Raptors' success and the ticket prices being so expensive in the secondary market, Leo, sometimes, you know, you get somebody's fat cat Bay Street guys in there. Not quite as, you know, not quite as energetic as they could be to me sometimes, but I thought the crowd was was just great uh, last night, so what about OG? I keep hearing OG's going to be back from Milwaukee. What can you tell us about Adanobi, Leo? Oh, did we lose Leo? Oh, I think we might have lost them there I thought I kind of did for for a second there I could sort of tell Joe um
6: yeah yeah it, it went uh it went dark man it went dark I was getting a great great description yeah. he was talking about wait yep. you know out. what this is a this is a good time to let's hear from uh, the Koreans shall we
1: oh, oh, my
3: God. Oh. <laughs>
6: I just can't help but They're jump up and down every time uh, I hear that. Leo,
2: there was the Korean uh, NBA TV call. We got Leo back. There was the Korean call, Leo.
8: Yeah, I heard that. Actually, uh, ESPN last night played uh, about four or five different language uh, calls yeah, of yeah. the game. and It was crazy in each one of
2: them. Yeah, it's fun stuff. So I was asking you as we cut out there. We keep hearing that OG is going to be back or he's close to coming back. Is he going to be ready to go in game one on Wednesday?
8: You know, I haven't heard much, but my gut is no. I don't think he's the closest, I believe, uh, from experiencing and, and being around the injury he had uh, or the appendectomy and all that. Uh, I would not imagine him being ready before the finals if the Raptors were to get there at, at best.
2: So, how do you see the matching up? Uh, every matchup is different. Every series is different. Styles make fights. And you know, there's being a coach, uh, coach uh, rounds that. It's all about matchups, stylistically. So, what can we take from the fact that Milwaukee beat them three of the four times uh, this year? I don't know if there was really a sense of urgency in the first couple of games for the Raptors. I think once maybe people didn't play. And speaking to like Coach Nick B ball breakdown, a couple of other people. Looking ahead, they were thinking that the the Raptors could be pretty successful in a half court setting. That Milwaukee really feed off a transition so much. From a matchup standpoint, uh, coach, how are you looking at this, Leo? And you know, what, what should what what are we what are we going to see here now? What kind of series going to be? Like the Raptors don't want to get it, to attract me with these guys, do they?
8: No, no, but it's a it's a it's a catch twenty two. I mean, I think it's going to be a great series. I think the Raptors want to look to push on them, uh, force them to get back. At the same time, you want to take transition away from the Milwaukee Bucks. And honestly, uh, the, the be, you know the, the teams weren't necessarily full, uh, full rosters in their in all their meetings this season. The one game that I I think is maybe the best indicator, you know, the Raptors first week of January got spanked in San Antonio, just got annihilated. It was a horrible game, and from San Antonio they went to Milwaukee. And you know, I did not know what to expect. Uh, and, and again, this is before Marcus All, um, and Jonas Valanciunas wasn't, wasn't even—he uh, was hurt. And the Raptors won in Milwaukee and just just played the game the right way. They played tough defensively. And here's the catch: Giannis had a big game, but they were able to control everybody else. And Kawhi Leonard was Kawhi Leonard. He was awesome. Um, And the Raptors got contributions across the board. So I'm excited about this matchup. I'm a little concerned about, you know, you only have, you know, you're playing every other day. And the Raptors being an older team, that's a concern. But when you, you know, Nick Nurse made a great comment uh, about the playoffs. He said, you know, we go through growth. And he felt, which I completely agree with, that Orlando matchup was the toughest first-round matchup. That's the toughest team you could have played based on who they are and how hot they were coming into the playoffs. And then you're playing the Sixers, and everybody is saying, hey, Sixers, best starting lineup in the NBA. And they got length and quickness. And that's something that both Orlando uh, and, and the Sixers shared. A lot of long guys, athletic guys, that create all kinds of problems for you. And Milwaukee is a different animal. I mean, you've got Giannis, who's a freak. But all the other guys, it's not that same kind of length and athleticism that they've been facing for two rounds. So I think that a lot of guys that have struggled in the postseason are going to have more of a comfort level in that Milwaukee series. So, you, you know, your main guys, you know, you know what they can do. But your supporting cast, which you're going to need uh, because of the frequency of games, I think you're going to become much more integral and much more involved again. Uh, and be a bigger factor than they were, especially in the Sixers series. So uh, I think it's going to be a great series. A lot of people, you know, based on what Milwaukee's done, uh, think they're just going to stump all over the Raptors. I don't see it that way. Uh, and and try, quite frankly, the Raptors have shown in the playoffs that they're not only a good defensive team, they're an elite defensive team. You look at their numbers uh, over the first two series, Milwaukee hasn't seen that. Uh, and it's going to be very different uh, playing the Raptors and their physicality and toughness uh, defensively. So, uh, like I said, I'm excited. I think, it's, uh, I think it's going to be a fun series.
2: I'm, I'm fired up, man. I'm going to be there. I wish I was there last night, Leo, but, you know, I can't be everywhere at once, but I will be there next Sunday, Game 3. Are you doing a game next What's right, your man. schedule?
8: To, you got to say – you got to say hello, look forward to seeing you. I, I haven't seen uh, uh, the actual TV schedule yet as far as what we're doing, but I'll be at every game. So <laughs> either way, I'll find there, you, I mean, buddy, studio guy or, or calling the guy. I'll you know? find
2: you. Uh, you want, you got anything John, on the way out here? Uh, Portland. What do you, what do you think of uh, Portland, uh, Portland, uh, Golden State? I think the Blazers got a puncher's well, chance I, too.
8: Oh yeah, they do. And, and you know, the fact that I did not think they were going to win it in Denver. I'll give you that. I mean, they, they, they've shown me more and more uh, as the playoffs have gone. You got to be impressed with what Terry Stotts has done, and and their, their backcourt has just matured. They, they they you know they've always been explosive, but now they have a maturity to their game and a toughness that that uh, really is special. Uh, Golden State's going to be a tough out, though. I mean, the whole guys are champions. They've shown it, uh, you know, taking Houston out the way they did it. So my money's still on Golden State. You know, until somebody beats them, I can't go against them.
6: You know, Leo, I also said, too, throughout the year, congratulations, Nick Nurse, and the whole, um, you know, Raptors organization for managing Kawhi Leonard's minutes. We keep hearing about load management, but it was that load management that allowed him to have enough legs under him to be able to shoot that shot and continue on here. So I think load management's a reality of the NBA moving forward, whether we want it or we don't.
8: Well, you know, people forget that this guy played nine games last year. Uh, and, and Kawhi Leonard, you listen to him talk. I mean, he was scared that his career was done. He, you know, yeah. It wasn't like this guy sitting out having a good time. He was terrified that he couldn't play the game he loved anymore. And, you know, Raptors have director of the sports battalion, Alex McKechnie. He was absolutely brilliant. And the minute, the minute, I'll be honest with you, I called Alex. He's a friend of mine. And as soon as the Raptors got him, I said, you're the most important guy in this organization right now. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna terrible. you're gonna make him you're gonna make him better.
2: That uh, somebody figured out how to eat uh, for free a Kentucky Fried Chicken for one full year before uh, they got nailed. Oh, uh, really? We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. We'll see if it works. Um, we'll get to that after um, we got Big Man on Campus going to join us at about uh, six oh nine or so. So after the update, it'd be a good time, I guess. Now Julio from Chicago is on hold. Let's get uh, Julio in here. We got a couple of minutes for this uh, top of the hour, and Cam gets us caught up to date. Julio, big card, Julio. Can't be too big today because it's not a hell of a lot going on. And I'll tell you guys, I don't see how they're going to get this Yankee game in, or it's going to be delayed. Like it's pouring. Uh, right, is
0: Baltimore too, doubleheader. Cancel the damn game. Come on, let's go. Use our Julio, what's up, Julio?
7: Je- gentlemen, congrats to the Raptors. I was for some dumb reason here in the states, I couldn't find the game on uh, national radio, so I picked up the TSN Ottawa. 1200 call and it was uh, it was terrific really enjoyed the broadcast color analyst was as honest as any analyst i've ever heard there was a stretch i want to say the sixers had a a 7 run coming out of a timeout the color analyst broke it down
5: like
7: like a genius it was it was spectacular before the timeout he says all right the, if the raptors don't pressure the defense. The Sixers are going to go on a run, and it was, you know, textbook. So it was, it was a very enjoyable call.
2: Sixteen, oh, run. I swear, it's been, it was, it's always been a problem with the Raptors. Going back to the Dwayne Casey days, even in the old days, they were always terrible coming out of timeouts. And yesterday, yep. same thing, terrible coming out of timeouts. And uh, entirely, it's been a problem uh, with this team. Hell, even Kawhi Leonard turned it over um, trying to inbound it uh, once. But what do you got uh, tonight, Julio? Not a a major massive card here tonight, so uh, what do you got?
7: No, I I actually hate the card. Uh, So tonight I've got some leans. I'm leaning Houston. I'm going to go with Houston, minus 153 against uh, a pretty decent Detroit Tigers squad over the last couple of days. No score first inning, Seattle-Oakland at minus 105, and I'll even do under nine in Athletics Mariners tonight. White Sox-Indians. First five, under five and a half, no score in the first inning at minus 110. I want to hear you guys' thoughts on the hockey game tonight. I'm leaning S.J. Sharkey at minus 135. I'd love to get your take. No score first period at uh, even money. No score, or excuse me, under one and a half goals first period at even money. And then West Brom, Aston Villa tomorrow, English Championship, over two and a half goals, guys. All right, Julio. <laughs> he fights Thank away. You. Yeah.